Welcome to Resilience Unraveled. Hi everybody and welcome to Resilience Unraveled, a podcast that examines all aspects of personal and organisational resilience. A huge all-encompassing subject that covers the ability to thrive in life by harnessing your cognitive, emotional, physiological and contextual abilities. I share stories from people who have thrived despite remarkable obstacles, as well as highly successful practitioners and experts across a range of topics. And this podcast introduces their amazing stories and expertise, as well as my own reflections, perspectives, strategies and tips, which come from my own synthesis of themes and trends from wider learning. You can go to qedod.com forward slash extras to access offers, tools and resources, including free articles and eBooks. For those of you that would be interested in supporting our work and contributing more proactively, you can find our new Patreon page at patreon.com. Then search for Resilience Space Unraveled. So, let's get started. Enjoy the show. So, hi, and welcome back to Resilience Unraveled. Today, Holly Bertone is with me. Um, it, we've just had a conversation about Holly's name. It's got an E on the end. So I was given her the full Italian Bertone job, which I think is an Italian sports car, but it's Bertone. Is that right, Holly? It is. It is. Yes. Well, you're very welcome to join us. And where in the world are you today? We, uh, I live in Alexandria, Virginia, which is right outside of Washington, D.C. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. No, well, I've been down there myself a few times. Beautiful part of the world. Yes. Yeah, yeah we live uh, just a few blocks away from the river. So it's uh, some nice green space. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, then. So tell me a little bit about um, what it is that you do. Oh, sure. And Russell, thank you so much for having me on this show. I just my my heart is full of gratitude and just love the opportunity to share. Um, I started out as one of those just super overachieving kind of people um, build a successful career. I raced in triathlons and I was a mountain bike racer and did all the things. And then on my 29th birthday, I was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer, oh. which completely turned my life around. And we can get into the, the story if you want. Um, but since then, um, in 2017, I actually resigned from my full-time job, uh, built my business Pink Fortitude as a full-time uh, business, as a health and wellness uh, blog, and also uh, training courses, and summits and gratitude journals and all kinds of fun stuff. So I just, I love sharing the power of gratitude for those who are struggling with a chronic illness. And I'm finding that even if you're not struggling with a chronic illness, the power of gratitude is just, it's just so perfect for your life. And I know you call it resilience, right? I call it fortitude. <laughs> So yeah. potato, potato. No, yeah, that's great. Exactly. So let's let's just un unpack a few things first of all. Um, so the first thing is we often talk about to people who are you know in this space, who are you know they sometimes they call it the woo woo space. I don't, but sometimes mm -hmm. they do. But you've had a really how can I put this? You've had a hard edged career, haven't you? As a as a recruiter, you've been in HR. This is not something where you've been you know this is not something that you do lightly. This is something that's based, I'm guessing, in commercial pragmatism because it works. I guess you bring some of those business skills to bear in what you currently do today? Oh, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's it's both the, uh, the, the right brain and the left brain, you know, the ability to, you know, just take that linear approach, but also be able to be creative as well. And um, 
you know, the, the science behind everything in, attached to just, you know, the, the beauty of a little bit of woo-woo, right? <laughs> yeah, there's nothing the matter with a bit of woo-woo. So, um, so tell me about the, I mean, you know, tell me about the cancer thing. That must have been a kick in the guts, I guess. Yeah, it was. I was, uh, it was my 39th birthday. I got the phone call from my doctor and um, the, that I had breast cancer. And of course, you know, slightly inconsiderate. It was, um, don't worry, you have the good kind. I don't know what that means. I no cancer diagnosis is a good kind, but okay. And two days later, my uh, boyfriend proposed. Oh. So in 48 hours, it was, uh, you have breast cancer and will you marry me? And actually this month we are getting ready to celebrate our 10th wedding anniversary. So um, yeah, but I went through, thank you. Um, I went through surgery, chemo and radiation. Yeah. We got married 10 days after treatment ended. And then that entire year, I kept getting sicker and sicker. And I went to my doctors and I said, something's wrong, something's wrong. They just kept dismissing me and saying, oh, your body's been through a lot. And I was like, okay, all the women and support group, you know, they're, they're doing the, the pink ribbon 5K. I can't get out of bed. There's mm. something wrong. And finally, a year later, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis which is um, uh, hypothyroid and an autoimmune condition. Yeah. And that started another whirlwind. Um, you know, I said the last 10 years of going through autoimmune disease made cancer look like a trip to Disneyland. I mean, wow. it's, been, it's been a brutal journey and I'm not dismissing anyone who's been through, you know, brutal cancer. I'm just saying in, in my world, in my comparison, right? Cancer was kind of a start and finish. Yes. Whereas, you know, the autoimmune shows up on a daily basis with fatigue and migraines and IBS and just all kinds of, you know, just symptoms that are, you know, some days manageable and some days debilitating mm. and just kind of figuring out how to take my own health back, um, you know, trying out different protocols. And, you know, on top of it, really gratitude seemed to be the driver of everything because, you can wake up on a daily basis and be miserable with your condition, or you can wake up on a daily basis and be grateful for everything that life has given you. And I think part of it is that it all stems back. My mother, when she was uh, pregnant with me, was diagnosed with Addison's disease, which is a very rare autoimmune disorder. So I grew up knowing nothing more than her just thriving in the middle of her sickness. And she always said it builds fortitude, it builds fortitude. And I didn't know what that meant until I got sick on my own. And I kind of realized, okay, yeah, this, you know, the tough times really do build fortitude. And that whole aspect of being grateful, you know, I mean, gratitude really, it's scientifically proven gratitude does build fortitude. It's, it's amazing how transformative your life can be in the midst of the storms when you look at it this way. Okay, so let's unpack a few things if I may. Okay. So that's a nice big introduction, which has given me lots to go at, if that's all right. So um, so you make an interesting observation about the cancer and autoimmune. So, so unpack for me a little bit the implications of an autoimmune condition, if you would. Oh, sure. I know um, oftentimes people say it's when the body attacks itself. And it just sounds so, I mean, 
your immune cells are doing what they're supposed to do in terms of attacking foreign invaders. And without yeah. kind of getting into all of the, the medicalese, because I'm, I'm certainly not an expert at the nitty gritty medicalese of, of that aspect, but basically your immune system is attacking itself, um, but it's doing its job. It just, it's got too much inflammation and it's trying to, it's, it's almost like your body's on fire and your immune system's trying to calm it down, right? Yeah. It's trying to put out the fire and just very much layman terms. So, um, but I mean, there's, the statistics dif differ, but somewhere between 80 and 100 autoimmune diseases. Uh, some of them you might be familiar with are, are Graves' disease, Hashimoto's are both thyroid conditions, yeah. multiple sclerosis, lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, um, diabetes. I mean, there's a whole yeah. um, host of autoimmune diseases. And oftentimes, I mean, everyone's symptoms are going to be different, but the primary symptoms are fatigue and actual debilitating fatigue and also a lot of pain. Yes. And that's, um, those are the two big symptoms, but some other ones include uh, rashes and migraines, um, gut issues, IBS, um, you know, Crohn's disease, celiac disease, or okay. um, two big So that, that's well. great. That, that gives us a really good yeah, overview. So, yeah. so then you're sort of saying, well, so you're living your life, you're fatigued, um, um, you're in pain, all those sorts of things. Are you still working at this point or are you just, are you just contending with the condition? So I was working a full-time job up until 2017. So I spent about seven years um, between the cancer and the autoimmune disease. Um, I was able to function. Yeah. I was able to uh, work a full-time job. And I was, um, and I don't name the agency, but I was the chief of staff at one of our uh, federal government agencies. So it was a pretty high level position. Um, so you're able, you're able to function even though you had this disease. Okay. Right, and you're in right. pain and you're tired and such like. Right. And, so, and I ended up, I ended up actually taking a self uh, demotion to more of an analyst role right. because of the stress of that high position. I had, okay. a, you know, a family to take care of, yeah. um, you know, struggling with the disease. So yeah, I tried to do what I could to manage everything, okay. um, not have as much stress at work. Brilliant. Okay. I, brilliant. I mean, fantastic. I, you get, you're painting a really brilliant picture now, but, but so, and so tell me therefore then before we work out what fortitude is, tell me mm -hmm. why you needed the fortitude in the first place. Um, I mean, I think everyone needs it. I mean, like I said, you call it resilience. I call it fortitude. It's, it's the same thing. It's just, it's that inner strength, you know, Good. we can wake up every day and we can be a victim to our circumstances, or we can wake up every day and say, you know what? I got this. You know, it, the day might not be perfect. I might be at 10% today, but I got this. That 10% I've got, right? And it's just it's just taking control of the situation. It's taking control of your life. It's saying, you know what? Despite all of the storms that are coming my way, despite what I'm going through, right? I am still a, a beautiful, brilliant person. I, you know, I still have value. I can still contribute. And, you know, I, I still have that resilience. I still have that fortitude. Okay, so that's brilliant. So you've actually told us how to, to do fortitude there. So, so in a sense, the way you think about it, it's, it's like a mental narrative. It's a way of talking to yourself, geeing yourself up, giving yourself sort of positive messages about what you are in control of. That's, is that the sort of nub of it? Absolutely. And, and you know, I, I, I like the comparison of, and I think especially women, we have 
this, you know, bad habit of talking bad to ourselves, right? I mean, we, the, the narrative that goes on in our own heads is, oh, I'm not good enough, or my, you know, thighs are fat, or, you know, whatever, right? And, you know, it's, I think especially more, more women than men. And, you know, I always like to say, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, talk to yourself like you would your best friend, but sometimes, you know, best friends, you can, you can get a little more real with them. I say, talk to yourself like you would either a baby, a grandparent, or a member of the clergy, right? Because you would speak to them with absolute respect, Mm -hmm. kindness, and lovingness, right? 100% of the time, no variant. So I really like saying that, that you should talk to yourself, pick one of the three, and, and talk to yourself like that. And literally, you have a set of messages that you you always use, or do you, because actually when you're feeling rough at the beginning of the day, I, I guess it must help to have something worked out that you know you can say, so you don't have to think too hard about it. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm faith-based. Um, you know, I have a lot of Bible scriptures that, that I go to. Um, I don't think it really, I don't think it matters. I mean, it could be a mantra, an inspiration, um, you know, whatever what you know is inspirational quotes i mean whatever works for you yeah. um to kind of get you through that that tough times and you know and i think gratitude is just is is the umbrella over all of it okay so you've so you've opened this pandora's box of gratitude again because you keep coming back to this so i do so gratitude, i'm a gratitude hey, junkie <laughs> okay well i'm sort of noticing that now <laughs> so well first of all tell me what gratitude is I mean, it's very simple. It's just the state of being thankful. And I mean, that is it. It is a simple definition. It is, um, you know, it is up there in terms of being like in a place of love or a place of joy, a place of gratitude. Um, you know, it's just that 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 good, good feeling. And um, do you want me to give you kind of an example? Please or? do. Yeah. Yeah. So an easy way to start kind of a gratitude practice is just to say, I am thankful for fill in the blanks, right? You can start with one, two, three. I always like to share to start three in the morning before you wake up and three at night before you go to bed. And it's that simple. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the ripple effect. It starts to grow. And all of a sudden, right? You're like, okay, I'm, I don't get this, but it's not a light switch, right? It's not like, okay, I'm going to start one day. I don't have gratitude and the next day I do. And it's going to change my life. It's not a light switch. It's just a gradual inner growth yeah. and, and, and changing of that, that mindset. And I actually have a great personal example. If, if we can share, please. So I had been practicing gratitude for a, a, a few years and considered myself, you know, a, a decent gratitude junkie at that point. And you know, one thing that always got me worked up was poor customer service. Mm. I just, I don't like poor customer service. I don't know why people in customer service need to be rude to you. So that's just one of my triggers. And my husband and I were driving across country. We were in the middle of, I think it was Kansas or Kentucky. We were literally in the middle of nowhere. It was about seven o'clock at night. We had been driving all, I mean, all close to 12 hours that day. And I caught ahead to the hotel they said they had a room. We are literally in the middle of nowhere. I show up. It was 15 minutes to even get a person at the front desk. They didn't have a room ready. And it's not like we could just go to the next hotel. I mean, the next hotel is probably 30, 45 minutes, an hour down the road. Yeah. And we were exhausted. All we wanted to do was sleep. 
And basically what had happened was I, they had some kind of mutiny and, and the entire staff just walked out. So the, the manager is stuck with, I mean, the rooms were horrific. We walked into our room, the air conditioner had broken. So it's 90 degrees outside. There's no air condition, not just that the air condition was broken and it was hot, but the air condition was leaking. So the half of the floor was soggy, like squish, 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 you know, we're walking and we go to try to take a shower. There's no towel. So I go downstairs, no towels whatsoever, completely out because they're all in the wash because they have no staff. And my husband's looking at me, waiting for me to just go exorcist, head spinning, you know, just to like completely let the manager know what I thought of him and his service and his hotel. And I was like, you know what, that's okay. I think there's a washcloth up there that we can use to dry off. Like we'll make do, um, you know, I hope your night gets, gets a lot better. And my husband's looking at me like, who are you? And what did you do with my wife? Like, why aren't you yelling at this man? And it was at that moment, I'm like, that's gratitude. That is gratitude because it's not just, okay. I personally feel grateful for having a room and having a roof over my head and a place that we can sleep despite how uncomfortable the the circumstance is, right? We have a roof over our head and we can, we can get a good night's sleep. And I was grateful for that. Not just that I gave a gift to that manager that I was not that customer yelling at him because he had a horrible day and because everything was going wrong in his world. I gave him a gift that for that moment in time, someone was kind to him. Yeah. So then he can take that gift and give it to the next person he comes in contact with. Like that is the power of gratitude. It is so powerful. And a lot of people use a sort of a journaling method with gratitude as well. Do you, do you like that sort of idea? Absolutely. Journaling is so much fun. And, you know, people think there's rules around journaling. I mean, there's, there's no rules. The journal police are not going to come get you. You know, you can journal, you can write down 10 things every day, what you're grateful for. You can just make a list. You can just write, you can, you know, talk about the experiences that you had. Um, You know, I personally, I love to journal, but because I blog, a lot of times my journaling goes into my blog. Mm. So when it comes to my gratitude, I just verbalize everything. Um, But either works. Yeah. Interesting. So, um, and what I find interesting about your site, which is called pinkfortitude.com, it's got a ton of resources. And um, and one of the things I was just intrigued to talk about a bit more, you've got a big session around, section around autoimmune. Mm-hmm. So, so talk to me about that, because I, I noticed things like 20 items in your home that are dirtier than your toilet. <laughs> and I mean, you know, you can't have something on your website that says that, that, that doesn't get you to think. I mean, are you saying that? I mean, I guess this is something if you've got autoimmune, you have to think a bit more carefully about your environment, do you? Right. And, you know, I like to say genetics loads, loads the gun and the, your environment pulls the trigger when it comes to autoimmune disease. So there definitely is, you know, a strong genetic component. But, you know, things like healthy eating, lowering your stress, getting a good night's sleep, managing the toxins in your home, those are all things that can help to manage your autoimmune disease. You know, it's, it's not going to cure it, but it's going to take things like, you know, I have migraines all day, right, to, you know what, some of the, the sprays and chemicals I'm using in my home, I'm not using anymore. I'm cleaning with natural products. I don't get migraines anymore. Right. Right. So, you know, so it's just those little things that are going to move the needle little by little by little. Right. I'm using more natural beauty products and I'm not getting rashes anymore. Wow. And so do you and do you take, therefore, the autoimmune 
methods that you're using and the gratitude thing and these sort of bouncing backwards and forwards in a way does one help the other in that sense oh absolutely i mean it's a whole lifestyle approach you know it's it's you know looking at mind body spirit together and um you know i don't we're, we're not in either or as a as a person right we're, we're a whole being and yeah i love to look at it as a, as a holistic approach and i'm guessing that the whole thing must be useful for the workplace as well i mean this is something you could do i mean a lot of people talk to me on here about things like you only do in your own life but you're talking about team gratitude and workplace autoimmune prevention and such like i mean absolutely and in fact, um, last year, I actually launched uh, two training courses, one for employees and one for employers on autoimmune disease in the workplace. Um, it is based on US laws, but the laws in the UK and Canada um, are very similar. Um, so, you know, if you're, you're listening outside of the US and UK or Canada, the laws are very similar. I can attest to the other countries. Um, but basically talks about autoimmune disease specifically as a workplace disability and how employees on the employee side, you know, can, can manage and, and thrive and be successful and employers, how they can, um, you know, kind of stay out of legal trouble and really understand uh, what is often referred to as an invisible illness. And from that, I then created a workplace uh, gratitude challenge as well, because I was getting so many requests for it. So it's a uh, easy way in the workplace for you to be able to incorporate gratitude on a daily basis. Interesting. And, and you talked earlier about um, gratitude having a, a big scientific base. You didn't say that. So I'm just re re paraphrasing <laughs> what you said. But talk to me a bit about the science of gratitude, then, please. Oh, sure thing. So uh, Dr. Robert Emons is probably the premier um, expert in the world on gratitude. And he has pulled together so many different studies. Um, there's actually seven proven, scientifically proven benefits of gratitude, if I can run through them very quickly. Yeah, please do, yeah. Uh, they open the door to relationships. It improves physical health, enhances empathy and reduces aggression. You sleep better, yay for that one. Improves self-esteem. Increases your mental strength, which I call fortitude, you call, call resilience. It is scientifically proven that gratitude and a negative emotion cannot live in the same space in your brain. Yeah. That's now, powerful. I just lost that you is powerful. No, Holly, I just lost you for two seconds when you're running oh. through that list. Would you mind just run through that list again from number one? Oh, please. oh sure, sure. Uh, open store to relationships, improves uh, physical health, yeah. is empathy and reduces aggression sleep better, improve self-esteem, improve psychological health, and increases mental strength. So it seems such a big set of um, benefits for such a small thing, but, but I'm guessing it's working at a more fundamental level in a, in a way, isn't it? So, so right. what's, what's going on? They actually did studies, um, and, and all of the studies ended the same way. So they basically looked at um, survivors of PTSD. So they looked at um, earthquake survivors, um, vic uh, survivors of 9-11, um, and survivors of a school shooting, and even uh, Vietnam, uh, I mean, years, years, years later, um, you know, soldiers coming from Vietnam, and mm -hmm. looked at the power of gratitude and P 
PTSD. And in these studies, they showed that the individuals who practiced uh, gratitude on a daily basis had more mental strength, more fortitude, more resilience, and um, their PTSD was uh, lessened. So um, it's, it really is, is very powerful. Yes. And Robert Emmons is quite interesting because he, he, he talks about this idea that um, things are good, not necessarily perfect, but good, but also this source of where the goodness comes from. And actually this idea that some gratitude is about being outside of yourself rather than just yourself as well. And, and, and that's interesting, isn't it? Because that, that forges this sort of social contact, which I think is quite useful, isn't it? Right. And I actually have a gratitude challenge. Um, I have a free version and then I have a paid uh, video led version. And in this gratitude challenge, it's four weeks long. The first week is really getting into the mindset, the attitude of gratitude, so to say. The second week is gratitude to self, because I think you need to fill your own cup first. Yeah. The third week is gratitude to others. And the fourth week is gratitude to the world. So it's really that ripple yeah. effect. And um, just understanding not just that internal gratitude, but how you can share gratitude outside of yourself and receive it as well. Brilliant. The attitude to gratitude. I love that. I mean, you know, that's a snappy one, isn't it? That's yes. That's, that's going to have to have a tune attached to it because it's just got <laughs> such a good rhythm, that, you know, we're there. And so how can people find out more about your work, Holly? What can they do? Where can they go? Oh, sure. So pinkfortitude.com is my website and fortitude.academy is where all the training courses and challenges are. Fantastic. And are you on all the usual bits of social media and such like? Oh, yeah. Uh, everywhere on social media at Pink Fortitude. And have you written any books? Because you haven't mentioned those yet. Yeah, keep, I see them all over your site. Are these, <laughs> are these books? I have. I mean, I have several free ebooks that you can download. But um, right after my experience um, in the workplace, I wrote a book called Thriving in the Workplace with Autoimmune Disease. And it hit uh, number one on Amazon overnight, which was really cool. Wow, yeah. So you can find that on Amazon as well. And it's on my website. Yeah. And, and that's it. That's the thing about turning something that's a, a challenge into something that's, you know, for the benefit of others. I mean, that's resilience. That's fortitude at work, isn't it, really? Absolutely. Absolutely. I get it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go away with the sound of attitude to gratitude ringing in my head. And uh, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Yes, thank you, Russell, so much for having me on the show. Brilliant. You take care. Hi, everybody. I hope you found that episode useful and interesting. Feedback is always welcomed. And if you're in the mood to subscribe to us or even leave a comment on iTunes or Stitcher, that would be amazing. If you want to suggest ideas or even people you would like me to interview, then reach out to us at qedod.com forward slash contact. As I said earlier, you can go to qedod.com forward slash podcast for show notes or follow the links. And you can go to qedod.com forward slash extras to access offers, tools and resources, including free articles and ebooks. For those of you that would be interested in supporting our work and contributing more proactively, you can find our new Patreon page at patreon.com, then search for Resilience Unraveled. I look forward to being in your ear next time around. Take care.